The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, beautiful people. This is www.flashblackradio.com. We are the usual suspects. I am Da Vinci Parks, aka Lee Bennett the Third. And to my right, I have the one, the only T Rich. Indeed, indeed. And of course, dialing in, I have the one, the only Hey Savage on her sick bed. Indeed, indeed. But we do it all for you, ladies and gentlemen. This is again shit you might have missed. On Flash Black Radio, we are the usual suspects. Uh, we thank you uh, for tuning in. First and foremost, at the top of this show, I wanted to give a big apologies for our faithful listeners. Um, I know there's been a little bit of inconsistency. Ultimately, that's going to fall on me in terms of getting stuff out on time or like making scheduling a little bit more uh, you know, flexible and, and all the other things that go along with it. So um, got to work through that. I appreciate y'all listenership. I appreciate y'all sticking with us. And rocking with us and uh, continue to tell friends and all that good stuff. You know where to find us. Uh, Facebook, uh, <laughs> despite all the <laughs> the bots and all that stuff. and uh, They know where to find you. Exactly. Uh, Twitter, times. Instagram. You'll notice, uh, Ms. Rich, I, uh, to, I have been, I've been posting more on Instagram, you would say? I have noticed that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Don't you feel now fancy? that they actually made Hootsuite actually like actually work with oh, Instagram? Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. That's all it was. The gram. Huh? I uninstalled the gram. Oh, okay. That's yeah. cool. That's Trying cool. Trying to live a more meaningful life. Not really. It was just <laughs> some notifications that was not going answered. <laughs> is that Jimi Hendrix in the background? Yes, it is. Okay. He smells my food heating up. Okay. I haven't, I haven't seen Jimmy in a while, so I was checking in. Tell, tell Jimmy to say what's up. Uh, so yeah, uh, today's date is April 16th, 2018. Uh, it's a Monday. Uh, it we actually recorded a very, very good show last week. And literally at the last minute, I'm talking about at the time I was about to hit the stop button after recording the show and signing off, the gremlin got, gremlins got us and wiped everything out. Laptop like went out and the recorder went out right after that. So that was super awesome. Hour worth of show, gone. Uh, so I actually used my southern accent. You did, and I wanted to actually be able to run that back so you could see how southern you sounded. It was amazing. I don't think I ever heard you sound that southern <laughs> ever. It was great, uh, but uh, lost to the annals of time, I guess, because there's no way to get that back. Nope. Nope. It's gone. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we back this week. Uh, retrograde is getting a lot of things apparently the last week, you know. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Um, it ended today. Huh? It, it ended. ended today? It ended yesterday, yesterday, technically. Yeah. So today will be the first day out of retrograde. But yeah, like retrograde was, yeah. But you still have like a few days after to wait for things to like come normalize. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. It's been a bitch. Yeah. If you, it got me. Yeah, all types of things like, you know, popping up with oh my, my, my vehicle. Mm-hmm. You know. I do know. Yeah. You had, yeah. I don't know. It's not, it's not been a good week for the Volkswagens. It's not. Yeah. 
<laughs> so um, as a quick recap, we won't go all the way back into it. Um, we did uh, make a, a, not make, but we had a conversation with regard to the the murder of Stefan Clark in Sacramento. It's over a few weeks old now, so I'm pretty sure a lot of you are tired of hearing about it. Um, I don't think it's really a point of rehashing it at this point. No, nah, because white people done something else since then. Yeah, but I, I, I would just like to say, um, just very briefly, one of the points that I think we were all in agreement on is that we can't allow ourselves to be uh, taken off a message or swayed by these uh, messages that are used to basically divide us or distract us. Uh, the the fact of the matter is somebody was shot unjustly um doesn't matter their their ethnicity doesn't matter their their gender none of that matters there was no justification for the man being shot and whatever his political or social leanings were or inclinations were even if they're stupid doesn't mean it justifies him being killed so uh that's the main thing and uh i, I just ask uh that we not allow ourselves to get jaded off of things after the fact that we might find out that you know so yeah that's it oh he wasn't a good victim yeah that's pretty much what it was people keep looking for i forget we should all leave more we should all leave better lives in case we get gunned down in the street by accident please, please. well you know it was philando castile true but he had a gun well, legally though. Eh, not legally. Not really. He was black. He he literally served lunch to kids. Eh, there was something mm-hmm. in his past. You know. Yeah. Didn't he smoke weed or something? <laughs> Did so. he have like an illegitimate child or I don't think something. any of that was the case. I don't know. There was yeah. something. I'm yeah. sure there was something they tried to You're find. You're probably right. There probably was something that they would try to dig up. Um so um <laughs> Before we allow this podcast to take such a negative turn, can we just for a moment, yes, can we just for a moment, hmm? y'all keep going in and out, (laughs) can we just for a moment just like give praise to Miss Beyonce, Giselle Knowles Carter, and the damage that she left to the Beachella stage? Because it was it was quite lovely. It was the blackest thing I'm sure that Coachella has ever seen. Uh, it was super black. It was super HBCU, super homecoming, like super halftime show. And it was amazing that she could do that for like two hours, like singing and dancing and you know, not out of breath. I can't do anything. For I heard. Two hours. I heard her workout sessions are crazy. Like building up for a show, her she like works out like sixteen hours in a day. You know what I'm saying? So, it pays off. Yeah, yeah. Because her snapback is incredible in terms of like you know have these kids or whatever and be right back out there in the field. She, I don't know, if she's quite uh, Tiana uh, Taylor, but you know, like she's yeah. That that apparently, you know, dancing heavily. Burn some calories. Uh, pays off well in terms of like you know getting that recovery time, whatever. So, and also she has the benefit of being rich and having personal trainers. She's she's got a little bit of I was money. About to say yeah. she got a nutritionist and a chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a I'm, I'm, I'm I'm a realist. I get it. But staff you know, She still got put in the work, <laughs> no matter how oh. big her staff is. I'm pretty sure Roseanne Barr got a staff too. 
how did no you doubt watch it? but i just feel like 16 hours worth of work with a full staff you know what i'm saying is not the same as 16 hours worth of work and you come home and you are the staff and the reason why i say it like that is because there are many many people out here who work 16 hours a day and they come home and they are the staff okay no, i don't think anybody's gonna disagree with that no did you see it i I heard the lift every voice and sing how she came in with it. She didn't come in with it, but oh, it was in there. That's okay. That's how I heard that she opened up, or whatever. But I, I heard that part. Um, so anytime I hear lift every voice, not any, most anytime I hear uh, lift every voice and sing, it makes me think about being at HU and hearing that before basketball games in particular, because um, I didn't really attend the football games like that. Um, so. You know, there, there's just, it, it, it puts me in a nostalgic mood whenever I hear that song. So, I mean, I also know the actual meaning because it's a national Negro anthem. I get that. Which is what made it so amazing that yeah. she sung it right there on yeah. that Coachella stage. Well, you know, come on, man. Like, you can't have entertainment without black folks anyway. So, you know, if we want to. Marching band. Yeah, yeah. If you want to have, like, the Negro national anthem, you know, you could do that. Especially as Beyonce. So, like, the bigger thing was she's the first. Black woman to headline yep. Coachella ever. She was like, ain't that a bitch? Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of crazy that uh it took this long. So I guess she's like, it took this long. Let me just go ahead and shut this shit down. For two hours though. Two full ass hours. That's two full ass hours. So she was making a statement. Yes. <laughs> she she would just yes. she would just put on the show. She was making a statement. Like y'all want me, you gonna let me do whatever the fuck I want to do. I'm gonna do every okay. song that I've ever sang. Yes, she got catalog. I'm gonna bring my husband out here, my sister. I'm gonna bring out the the children of destiny. Mm. I'm gonna have a marching band. I'm gonna have steppers. I'm bringing out Lay Twins. Everything. Oh, Chloe and Haley. No, the oh. the dancers Lay Twins. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Cause you know they signed. She signed Haley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. I just little. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna basically do whatever the fuck I want to do. I'm gonna have like 800 dancers, and they were like, "Okay, cool, cool, <laughs> cool, 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 cool." Yeah. I want some flames too. Can I get flames? They were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get all that." That's what's up. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to YouTube that. Find it somewhere. Pretty sure they'll have snippets and whatnot by now. They have lots of snippets, but I advise just watching the whole thing. Do they have the whole thing? They do. Okay. So somewhere on the internets? Everything's on the internets. <laughs> Is it easier to find on the internets? Um, yes, I can. Yes. Okay. Like when I saw it um, the first time. Because <laughs> <laughs> you watched it more than once. I did. I watched it um, when I got home from brunch yesterday and i was like oh you know sit here and watch this and then i realized like oh there's no nap because it's been two hours and it was just like transfixed Mm. um but coachella was replaying it um because you know they live streamed it on youtube but that shit was like two o'clock east coast time and my life ain't set up that way i enjoy sleep i'm like drake only thing i love is my mama and my bed i do love you too damn um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to catch that Like, you know, like not tonight But like tomorrow 
Yeah, but then, of course, because, you know, the internet, you can find it. It's definitely worth seeing it. So I made Cam watch it last night. I said, don't you want to watch this? It's like, um, I was like, look, we'll just put it on. If you want me to stop it at some point, just let me know. We don't have to watch the whole two hours if you don't want to. But, of course, we watched the whole two hours. The lies. <laughs> <laughs> no, if he wanted to stop it, I'd have been like, yeah, you know, we can stop okay. it. But also, like, there is a- never feel like an option. <laughs> like like when when you when you when your significant other is like really excited about something and they give you that alt it's I'm not ultimating that option. It ain't really an option. It's a trap. It is. It's, it's like my act bar is like in the corner. If you look over there, it's like it's a trap. He that's, that's if he wanted say. to if he was like, you know, this is good, I've seen enough, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, he could have, but would that have come back on him later? No. You sure? I mean, I'm gonna watch it again by myself anyway. Okay. So, I, and I saw it earlier that day. Yeah. I was like, I'm just trying to improve your life so that you can see the greatest living okay. entertainer. <laughs> kind of feel like that. That could have. Because she is. I know people want to throw Janet in there. Y'all know Janet can't sing. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> at so, me, bruh. So I, no, I was literally just listening to um, as I was uh, driving home today, I was listening to Karen Hunter, who I'm a big fan of, um, on SiriusXM. And she was giving her top five performers of all time, like like solo performers of all time. I had a very interesting list. Like it's like a list that I think is like a very valid, very difficult to dispute list. So her honorable mention was MC Hammer, which is a very valid honorable mention. He would have like nine hundred people on that. Because that motherfucker put on the show. Like you know what I'm saying, and he, like in terms of huh? He still puts on a show for church people. Okay. Yeah, I mean, He's like. Still yeah. You put on a show. Oh, God so bless then him. she's like, number five was Tina Turner. Mm. Number four was James Brown. So you know if number four is James Brown. It's like, damn, James Brown is number four? So she's like, number four is James Brown. Then she's like, number three is Prince. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if you like Prince is number three, like, damn. And she said this, she had a two A and a two B. And she said, like, you know, she's like, you know, like there's no disrespect or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But you know what I'm saying? Janet was doing her thing, whatever. So Janet was 2B and Beyonce was 2A. And then Michael was 1. Michael was 1. I was like, that is a, that is a strong list. I mean, you, I you would even go as far as to knock all of them down a peg and put Stevie up there because that nigga don't do shit but sit at the piano and rock, and he will rock the stage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen Stevie live. Um, I don't, I, mm, I've seen Stevie live, I've seen Prince live. Um, I've, I've, I, I unfortunately did not get a chance to see Michael live, um, but I've seen enough like I mean, footage and stuff Stevie like is that. Stevie is Michael Jackson crazy. Like people will cry in a Stevie concert. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm going to be Jackson real with you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like no performer uh, that I know of has ever had a conveyor belt uh, outside of their fucking concert. Uh, like literally putting like unconscious people on a conveyor belt. To oh take them out because they don't have time to carry them out. Just put them on the conveyor God. belt and carry them out that way. And like, you. yeah, people like cry and hyperventilate just by seeing this man in concert. Mm. You know, people literally committed suicide when they found out he died. Um, I was, I mean, I didn't understand it. I don't either. I mean, I like, don't I, under, understand. I understand I'm just, I'm just, there are Michael Jackson fans. I understand he was a great performer. Um, when I found out Michael Jackson died, I was like, oh man, that's messed up. Nah, we still I was, going to I this was, movie because we were going to the movies. Nah, now nah, I was I when was, Prince Rogers Nelson died. Yeah, both of, both of them hit me very. The, Michael didn't hit me. Prince hit me. I was on the train and, and like uh, when I found out the news is because my uh, my baby brother's terrible breaking news. He was like like hey brace yourself 
uh, in case you're around like uh, mixed company, like you know, just like you know, beware, I'm about to hit you with some news. It's just, you know, Michael Jackson died. LOL. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like what? It was like an LOL. <laughs> I don't know if it's an LOL, but it's almost like there's the gust. My brother talks like it is always like there's a perceived LOL after he says something, yeah. Even if he's mad, so yeah. it's like he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really hate you, LOL. LOL. <laughs> so it's just like when he said it, I was like, I read it, and I was like, Yo, Michael Jackson died. Everybody looked at me on the train like, okay. And then I was like, Michael Jackson died. <laughs> I was like, I don't think y'all understood like, that Michael Jackson died. No, like nobody, no. No, like Whitney Jack- didn't hit me because I like Whitney lived such a life that like it kind of like yeah, I mean Whitney like was Whitney I think was our generation's Billie Holiday you know what I'm saying that's how I I looked at Whitney before she passed I looked at her like it's, that drug situation was not that it wasn't tragic not that she wasn't great I'm not saying any of that I'm just saying that Whitney yeah yeah it was mm-hmm. it was more Michael was just yeah when I heard Whitney died I was like yeah that sounds about right yeah, yeah. but after Michael Prince was predictable. No. When they were like Prince was dead, I was like overdose. I was like, no. Prince hurt, like, man. Then they were like dead in the elevator. I was like, oh, overdose for sure. What the fuck was he doing unattended? What? What? Who? Where was his staff? Yeah, I, I was. I was really hurt about Prince too. You know what I'm saying I. I grew up uh, the younger brother of a very, very serious Prince fan. Um, my older sister is a huge. Well, two of my older sisters are huge Prince fans. Um, but you know that was. You know, so by default, I didn't like Prince as much until I became an adult because it's like, yeah, like I'm like that's you over there, whatever. But you know, I got a chance to like actually, you know, really appreciate Prince once she left the house because she was like, you know, you know, people be on fanboy status or whatever. It's like, uh, my older sister, uh, Donnie, was really into Bobby Brown. She like used to like literally stand in front of the TV, like directly in front of the TV, with like mm-hmm. her hands clasped underneath her chin, like you know, swooning in front of like you know why he's saying Roni. Like on the box, like she would actually pay for money on the. No, you know people ordered on the box back in the day. Yeah. For those who don't remember or don't know, there was this like little thing where people would have videos and people would order videos, the things that they wanted to see. But there's no point in really paying for the videos because somebody's going to eventually do that anyway. So why do that? Or, but she did that, so she would call and so it's like Bobby Brown's like, okay, he's cool, but yeah, you two on him too much. That's yeah. a really large rap. No rap huh? You ain't got no rap for that. <laughs> I don't. Uh, uh, what? Bobby Brown. Hey man, he was he was a huge star. He was the king of R and B. Yeah, that's what Whitney no, said. No, he was. It was the ordering off the box that I don't have a response to. Oh yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have a response for that because that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But you yes, know. if you've not done it yet, do yourself a favor and catch Miss uh, Beyonce. Performing and shutting Coachella down. And if you want, you can also watch Cardi B pregnant twerking. Okay. Don't need to see that. Is she showing? Yes. Yes. She's showing very much. A she lot. Was showing, uh, she uh, basically unveiled um, on, on SNL. Saturday. Speaking of a Saturday Night Live, I don't know the date, um, <laughs> but Donald Glover is hosting. I'll be and watching he's for that. Also, the musical guest. I'll be watching for that. They're like Donald Glover's hosting with musical guest Childish Gambino. No, it's gonna be no, it's gonna be no. I'm looking for. I'm I'm looking for Teddy Perkins appearance. <sighs> <Teddy. laughs> I'm looking for a Teddy Perkins appearance. I don't know if you saw my tweet, but um, just very just very uh funny. Um, I said that uh Teddy Perkins looks like Jimmy Fallon in the face. Does he? Oh yes, it's it's hilarious. Uh-huh. And then and then to be, to make it funny. 
Um, somebody by the oh, name of Oh, you know what? When I saw it, I, I read Jimmy Fallon, but I visualized Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, somebody named Teddy Perkins on Twitter liked that joint. <laughs> so I just well, want to point this out to you. I'm, I'm, I'm strongly suspicious that it's actually Donald Glover with the Teddy Perkins handle. Oh. Because it said, when I get to 1,000 followers, I'm going to give away this Lando Calrissian action figure. Like, why would he have a Lando Calrissian action figure? To give away that looks just like Donald Glover. Like, why would you have that? And hey now, can we be playing on the background in the episode next season? Just saying. Hmm. <laughs> That'd be nice. Wouldn't it? <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've been a long time proponent of Mr. Childish Gambino. I mean. As, as the key will attest. Yes. Thanks for putting <laughs> me on to Childish Gambino. I am. We like, this, this season of Atlanta is like interesting as hell. Yeah. But is, 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 is. I can't remember. I might have the conversation with you, but I was mm. saying like they they already introduced the characters last year, so they don't have to spend a whole bunch of time like ramping up and getting like now they can do these side things. Oh yeah, the like the deeper character. Yeah, development. yeah. And I love yeah. that. I lo- I love the fact that they're comfortable enough where you have an understanding of each personality of the main characters between. Um, I always forget the baby mother's name. I feel bad for that. Van. Van. Yeah, that's because it's not quote unquote common. But I like, think it's Vanessa, but a short. Yeah, so man. between her and um, you know, Ern. Al and Ern and, and and Darius. Who's my favorite? I love you, Darius. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. just so amazing. So um I actually also watched like um this whole thing on the theory of what would what, what the what was the meaning behind the Teddy Perkins uh, episode. So there's two theories and one was like the first theory was that um the dude in the wheelchair was Teddy Perkins' father being held hostage. And the other one was that it was actually Teddy Perkins or Benny Hope actually in the wheelchair. And the father was the one who was like, you know, Teddy Perkins mm-hmm. holding him hostage. So I was like, that's, that's some, that's some, I, I, I wasn't expecting all that. I for. mean, but all we can do is speculate. Yeah. But that's, but I, you know what? Just watch the damn episode if you haven't seen it. It's, it's, it's weird. I wouldn't, if you've never seen Atlanta, I don't think I would make that my Gold first episode. There. I wouldn't, I wouldn't start there. <laughs> I would go back a couple episodes, maybe from. Season maybe we'll start one. with Bibby. <laughs> you can start, yeah. Bibby's hilarious. But yeah, it's um, it's been really great. Yeah. So, um, moving from Atlanta to Philly, your hometown, or excuse me, I'll just do your state, Christy. Your state has been quite busy. <laughs> so earlier, well, later last week or something, they decided in order to um combat school shootings, they would give the teachers miniature baseball oh, bats. I heard about that. Mm-hmm. Like a I souvenir. I'm about to give y'all a resignation letter. I'm if sure it was that bad. <laughs> I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this tiny <laughs> bat? It's yeah, not even a real bat. Am I supposed to, like, 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 that's your resolu- resolution for, like, no. No. I think I like the guy that was giving people river stones better than these tiny baseball bats. Mm. I think that was in Missouri. He's like, yeah, we put a five-gallon bucket of river stones in every classroom. What are river stones? Yeah. I don't know, but that's what the big fuck he said they were. Big-ass big rocks out of a river from when probably when they dredge and shit. Oh, shit. So an uh, actual river. Wow. Like, yeah. like a cobblestone size. Yeah. Like a nice so you're just supposed to like, wow. You definitely won't hurt somebody. Wow. Everybody <laughs> just goes to the bucket. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean. Wow, we gonna stone somebody to death. Yeah, I okay. mean, it's it's crazy. 
But you got but, a better chance with the box than you do with the bat. That's what I was about to say. Like, I mean, you know. You got, you got, you got one go with the bat. <laughs> one. Maybe. And they got to be really close because it's not even a full-size bat. It's like a souvenir bat. It's like this long. No, I've seen those. Those are like the little clubs, though. So, like, like you, if you, if you know what you're doing, those, they can be very effective. You want you want to go up against that with a gun? No, I mean, go up against no, a gun? No, no, of course not. No, of course not. No. No. Speaking of which, can I transition from what you were just saying from this ridiculousness? We'll come back to but, it. I mean, yeah, you can. I just want to make related. the point. Okay. It's related. That's why I was asking. Okay. Okay. So I don't I don't know if you're aware. Um, I, I posted this last week, but um, one of the teachers from the Parkdale uh, school, uh, um, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, mm-hmm. um, one of the teachers after the tragedy <laughs> said that he would volunteer to, uh, to have a gun and you know, to protect students and, and then staff. what he do? And, and then this gun. man had a gun and, and he, he left it? his gun in a park bathroom. And who found it? A a homeless person. And what did he do with that gun? That homeless person said, hey, there's a gun here. So he fired it. Because he was also drunk. Uh, and he also had mental issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so he We didn't practice that either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so the teacher then remembered he forgot his gun, went back and got his gun from the homeless person Police came up on the scene, arrested the homeless person, arrested him. He got off on bail. But, like, dude, if you can't remember to not leave your gun somewhere, like, what were you doing that you had to put your gun down? Don't guns have holsters? They do. Well, why the hell was it like, were you, like, holding your gun and then you just, like, let me put this down on the counter and wash my hands real quick? And then you just, like, you walked away to get some paper towels or whatever and just walked out like, all right, that's cool. My hands are clean now. I feel so much better. Like, wait a minute. I had a gun in my hand before. Yep. I don't understand how, like, you forget a gun. Okay, so just transitioning back. I just thought that was a good place to transition to, you know. From the Riverstone. Yeah, but guns are still not the answer for, for, for teachers, you know. <laughs> Between teachers student, shooting themselves and, the, you know, to teachers for getting guns in bathrooms. I know? mean, I'm, it's, hey. Riverstones. Riverstones. That's, that's hilarious, though. In my mind, I feel like a skit coming on with that shit. Well, he said also that, you know, he thought long and hard about what kind of rocks would be best. It's like river stones because they're heavy and dense. They can do some damage, and you know they just get the call like, you know, stranger danger or whatever the the call is, and all the kids go pick up a rock. And I hope one of them kids got a good arm. <laughs> yeah. So that's what America's come to. This is the greatness. <laughs> <clears throat> like, like the whole conversation doesn't even have to. Even, <sighs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not going to use logic today. At least for at least for right now. I'm just going to you know, abate my logic. logic. On that. No, I'm just going to like not talk. You were you going to what was your point going to be outside of when I tried to transition? I just I'm fascinated by these river stones. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel like we should have like t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> like Riverstone High. I yeah. respect that though. I totally respect that. Yeah, same much, same no, much respect as why I come through the gun. Like you'll never misplace that bucket of rock. No, no. It's a five-gallon bucket of river stones. And you know what I also think? I also <laughs> think there'll be kids who just be like dipping in those river stones and taking them and throwing them themselves. Like you just uh-huh. go in that bucket one day, like, hey, where are the river stones? We need them for this shooter. <laughs> Probably throw the bucket. Then <laughs> I guess I did it. I was about to say throw, it, the throw the bucket. Throw the bucket. Throw the bucket. That's all you got. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you should. Like, maybe we should come up with like a whole bunch of ludicrous ideas of how you can like stop a shooter. So besides Riverstones, 
Um, and banana tiny peels. baseball bats. <laughs> banana peels. I, I think like it worked in cartoons. Like it seemed to foil the shit out of, like Wally Coyote and Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd always had a gun. Banana peels, yo. Put the banana right uh, in there. Yeah. Put your finger in the barrel of the gun. Speaking of ludicrousness, uh, Taylor Swift decided to remake Earth, Wind, and Fire September. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I heard that she made a remake, but I didn't know what it was because it was Taylor Swift. I didn't click on it, but I heard Charlamagne farted on it. I just. <laughs> I heard that that's literally the headline. Charlamagne farted said that. the bland like remake of Taylor Swift remake of, and I didn't even look at it because I knew whatever she remade probably didn't need to be remade. But September, well, huh? When I heard it, I immediately was like, oh my God, I have to hear how horrible that is. Yeah. And then I stopped myself immediately and was like, fuck that. I'm not giving that bitch a click of you or nothing because that'll just co-sign this shit. Like, who? Who? I'm I'm just going to say that like for those who are not aware. What uh, white, white people were in the room when that decision was made? Because there was nobody of color at all anywhere nearby. Like even the janitor was off that day. Because I just feel like if he had her. Why did janitor got to be black? I see why janitor. There was nobody cool. black in the vicinity. Let's okay. just be honest. There was now, nobody black in that vicinity. I've black. seen white janitors before. You've never seen this though. You've never seen Taylor Swift. Remaking. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure it, it was. It was. It was. You heard it though, right? I I heard a clip of it that they posted on on a scale oh, of one to ten. How bad was it? It was raisins in the potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> it was hell not Karen. No one wants to eat your potato salad. That's <laughs> the worst. It was like Adia. that. Shit was great. Say do you remember? You it's very folksy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's so like you know, like certain, you know they only like, let it do. There's certain people that like if they did like you know a remake, mm-hmm. you know of the of the lighter persuasion, you might feel a way about it. But like okay, like you know what? At the end of the day, you still got like. The longer it plays, the more angry I get. <laughs> I want to see you defend this, friend. Because <laughs> on some level, if a motherfucker didn't tell you what song this was, you could even... I'm taking my headphones out. No one should suffer longer than that. Okay, so I'm just be, <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. Wait a second. Like I was that that does not change at all what I was about to say. Like, yo, you cannot mm. you cannot like reverse engineer soul music. No. You can't, yo. You can't like you can't like have somebody who does not understand the makings of what soul music is. Like Taylor Swift might say that she likes soul music and she very well might. But from the like what I've heard her do, I've never heard anything that really says that she's capable of making legit soul music. So like Well, you can like a lot of shit that you don't have. I mean, right. I get it. That's what I'm saying. Like she does not have soul music in her DNA, from what I can tell. Uh before I even heard that. 
So, like, by hearing that, I sound like Kevin Hart for a second. Before I heard that, she's the bland chicken of music. First of all, people, uh, (laughs) no, (laughs) that shit was terrible. Horrible. That shit was bad. Um, so I'm just, I'm just gonna put it out there, man. Like, yo, like, just, like, stop. (laughs) Just don't do it. Like, you you can't do it. There is a very so, very select group of people that can perform soul music, and like, you know, white people. Of the white persuasion, just being real, and like you know, like not upset the apple cart when they do it. And, and some of them are dead. Like Tina Marie ain't with us no more. I don't like Tina Marie. I hmm? never liked her. She can still. That is songs. musical heresy. She, she is oh, a heretic. Oh, that damn screaming! She's a heretic. You didn't like Tina Marie? No, huh? Taylor Swift is for that. Oh, I thought she was talking about. I Tina don't Marie. like Tina. No, that is That's musical fine. heresy. That's fine. She is a heretic, and she should not be allowed to pray. Michael McDonald could sing soul music. But also, I mean, I think another thing to remember is not every song can be remade. Well, that too. Regardless of, you know. There's certain certain artists that you don't even think about touching. Like, like how many people do you really hear try to remake Earth, Wind, and Fire? First of all, At first, and, and let, let's, okay, let's, let, let's, 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 all right, let's, let's address this from like a, a bunch of different angles. One, <laughs> you cannot reverse engineer soul music. That is the overall lesson that you need to know from this, ladies and gentlemen. But going into this a little bit further, there is a musicality when it comes to Earth, Wind, and Fire that is unparalleled. You're not going to find like musical arrangements, like in terms of like you know bringing in like horn sections and like you know like harmonizing with those horns and like bringing in like saxophone, like you know. Um, it's just Maurice I mean, White was a genius. they're called elements for a reason. Yes. And, and you, Taylor, do not have those elements. Yeah, and Maurice White was a genius. So first of all, you tried to strip out some like, you know, what made the song what it was on top of the fact that it was a harmony song. So it was a bunch of people singing in falsetto soulfully to like music that you can't keep up with or flow with. So you like, you basically took the beauty out of a song and just like, you know, just stripped it down to just the lyrics. And didn't even effectively perform those. I got one question. (laughs) Just one? Just one. Okay. Because I've seen many a marching band. I've never seen a marching band do that song. So if I've never seen a full marching band do that song. They did on Drumline, didn't they? Shouldn't that tell us something? Did they? No, they did it when the fire song, but I don't think they did that one. It's It's not that one, I don't think. I thought they did that one in Drumline. I could be wrong, but I mean, again, I mean, Earth, Wind, and Fire is very difficult. And that, and that says a lot right there, Chris. You made a very valid point. With a marching band that has like way more and pieces. And you know, black marching bands be having their whole. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And, but, and they have a lot of people that like the amount of people in a marching band is way larger than what they have for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire was just a cold band. that just In the stone, which is actually, let me just let my, um, my band geek come out like in the stone is actually a pretty um, difficult it's a pretty common marching band song like okay. i played in the stone when i was in marching band in high school okay um so that was the song that what they, instrument did you play uh-oh i played the clarinet and the flute i can see clarinet <laughs> i can see clarinet right I, I like I, I just that that song is so but also in the stone uh just the way it starts out with like the heavy trumpet section Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty it's much, yeah. yeah, it's pretty much built for marching bands. Yeah, I I just want to say like you know like for those who are not familiar with the genius of Maurice White, uh, Philip Bailey, Verdine Green. I mean like, like these were like like 
dude, like, they're the ones who actually influence parliament to become parliament, though, as we remember them. In terms of having, like, the crazy costumes and, like, you know, all the crazy shit that parliament was doing. Parliament was a doo-wop band <laughs> before they saw, like, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Because it was parliament and there was Funkadelic. And they became parliament oh. Funkadelic. But, like, if you go back, like, back in the day, Parliament was actually a more stripped down. They used to sing, like, older, like, you know, R&B. Like, they didn't really sing, like, funk at mm-hmm. that time, whatever. So, like, they, they saw Earth, Wind & Fire. They opened up for Earth, Wind & Fire a few times. Like, yo, we got to step our game up. So, they, they just went all the way in. Yeah. That, I mean, when I when I listened to it, it made my soul hurt. Yeah. Because um, I think most people... You know, if you're a black person and you've ever been in a, in, in the car with your black father at any point <laughs> in your life, you gonna be in the car with your white father. You've seen him play out on the steering wheel all the parts of an Earth, Wind, and Fire song. <laughs> at least one, at least some point in your life. Or you've seen them like 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 pause and just go into a quiet space. So they like <laughs> they, they they imagine that they're they're leading the band. As yeah. They, Look, man, like it has a classic riffs. If you want to know about the musicality of Earth, Wind, and Fire, just listen to the intro of Be Ever Wonderful. I just want to know what drugs was she on when the idea for the remake first popped into her head. White privilege, huh? I'm like, why did you turn this into catching lightning bugs in a mason jar? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it really sounds like a campfire song. It, it does. It, it, it really sounds like, hey guys, let's go catch some. And, the, and then what's gonna frustrate me is because it's Taylor Swift, that shit is gonna chart, and people are gonna love it. People are gonna think that she created. Don't make that it a commercial. Don't make it a goddamn commercial, and then it will assault you for months mm-hmm. and months. And she'll get residuals off that shit. It's gonna be. Like, uh, it's. Uh... Will fine. she? Yeah. But will that? Fire. No, she'll get residuals too. She's still the performing artist. I mean, they'll have to get paid, but no, nah, she'll still get paid off of that. Yeah. That's just horrible. Mm-hmm. That hurts my heart. I'm sorry to we had point. to assault you guys. You didn't have to. Way. I would have just taken your word for it. No, no, no. You, you just wanted to, to see it. my expression. That's I did. It was, it was classic. I should have taken a picture. <sighs> I'm a really big Earth, Wind, and Fire fan, ladies and gentlemen, for like the live album. And also, not it's a one of their best. Huh? I said, I'm also not a Taylor Swift fan. No, I'm, I'm not. You. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan by any stretch, but I do think she has a lane. I think she's worked her lane well. She turned that Kanye shit into gold. You know what I'm saying? And she used that shit to catapult herself. She has some catchy music. I don't think anybody can deny that. Now, whether you like her catchy ass music is another thing, but she knows how to catch people with music. That shit right there was not catchy. That shit was offensive. It was offensive. She's a mean girl parading as a nice girl. And I think that's the thing that bothers me about mm-hmm. the fact that she's still so popular is that she's petty as fuck. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, she only has friendships and relationships so that she can break up with those people. And, and throw them under the bus. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't really she's the female usher. So no, I'm joking. <laughs> what did you say, Kristen? Like, you know, the thing that bothers me about her is that she is still considered like America's sweetheart and she got a new boyfriend like every two weeks. And I just be like, how are you still America's Vestal Virgin? You know what I'm saying? And you basically, you know what I'm saying, just be strutting off with any old body. I'm not saying you having sex with them, but I'm saying like we at the point oh, now she is. where like Well, well we're she? at the point now where it's like you, you're Once not you even gonna tell me that sort of stuff. But also like just kind of <laughs> right. piggybacking off of that though, is like 
you know, when, and I'm not fans of these people either, but when the trash baggins start dating, you know, random people, it's like, oh, you guys are such sluts and whores and nobody says anything about Taylor Swift and her new boyfriends and every Taylor 25 Swift, minutes. Don't, doesn't she have beef with the Kardashians? I don't, I don't keep up with those things. I don't oh, know. Well, I, I think, I think she has she beef with one of the Kardashians. She don't get along with the Hadid. Now, I think that that might put you in one camp or another by default. But, yeah, but the Hadid's cool um, with the Kardashians, all right? I have no idea. The Hadids that were hanging with her, as opposed, to, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that Kendall or Kylie was ever really hanging with her, but I know that Bella and the other one were. I don't know. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, whatever. It must be hard, you know, to be rich and white under twenty-five and living your life in the tabloid spotlight. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be there. I was a hot ass mess. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would have encouraged it. I mean, like, let's be perfect. Like, seriously, if I had paparazzi following me at like 22 23 i'd be like well come on dude let's have a show then i mean like <laughs> i would have hated that shit let's get this good money on <laughs> We're gonna be out every here. bit of it i mean but but like i just feel like you know i wouldn't want to be in their position that's all mm-hmm. I, have to say. I, I agree with that but nope. you know i uh, still think taylor's a horrible person but i still wouldn't want to yep. be in her position yeah uh yeah so, thank you for ruining my evening with You're that welcome. one. You know, I had you know other things on my mind, well, and you know you that actually that actually takes the cake now. That that is actually the top of my list of things that I, I'm not feeling right now. Pew, pew. So in a way, you're you're a champion. I'm a therapist. But <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that your version of I'm a lawyer? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a therapist. Okay, all right, cool. We're gonna have to get a soundbite of that. <laughs> All right, all right. So, what else we got on tap? Just easing back into the baby pool right now, or we're going we're going to jump into the ocean? Who's jumping into the ocean? What's uh, the ocean? I, I don't, Is I don't the know. ocean Syria? Oh, What's the I, ocean? I, I mean, look, man, we done had well, hey, man, we done had like you know threatened airstrikes and stuff like that. You know, you know, we done had the whole Comey thing. You know, on on twenty twenty. Talking about, I hope I didn't have anything to do with the election. Like, you really don't think you had something to do with the election, sir? A week I, out, I still think it was Hillary's election to lose. Don't get it. It was, and she lost it. Yeah, but she, also, she ran a terrible race. But you know, I periodically have to take these breaks from serious news, um, because as ridiculous as pop culture, pop culture news is like the quote unquote serious news is like much more ridiculous, and I can't keep up with. You know who's coming and going in the White House or the administration, and you know whatever kind of smash and grab. Who's not running for re-election next year because they've already you know looted the country, and mm. who's petty and who wrote what book and recorded what conversation, and so you who are the president aware of Paul fucked, Ryan and, and, and if and he's got Comey. a. <laughs> so you are paying attention. Just... I read headlines, but I'm not reading like full. Who... Paul Ryan is. A fucking smash testicle on the floor, on, on, on the bathroom floor of history. Because, like, seriously, you cannot not, like, tell the country how horrible this man is, pretend to go along, and then get the fuck out as if you really want to spend more time with your wife and kids. No, you don't, nigga. You just want to get off a sinking ship because you a fucking rat. And that 
makes him the biggest smash testicle on a dirty man's floor. He, he's he's he, he's definitely trying to get out before the optics mm-hmm. hit, and um, I think uh, there will be a lot of people. I mean, there are already a lot of people who obviously said they're not running. Because um, they've even, already done the smash and grab. Yeah, yeah. But even, even for example, <laughs> like, you know, Senator Flake, um, I was having this conversation with a coworker of mine. Um, even with a Flake, for example, he announced that he wasn't going to run a while ago, but he's been going in on Trump. Whereas Paul Ryan has had, had his opportunity to call things for what they obviously are and still chooses not to. Mm-hmm. I think the man has the fortitude and I think his, his intelligence is limited. I was saying that before this whole Trump thing popped off. I thought he was very arrogant and smarmy. I think he's thinks he's smarter than he really is. And after watching Jesus and Mira also look at him like he's the Chuck E. Cheese mouse. I can't help it. It's, it's, oh, they yeah. did side by side pictures. It yeah. was like 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 if you've never have, do y'all watch Jesus and Mira at all? Sometimes. Okay, so Jesus and Mira do these these comparisons where they start clowning people. And once they actually say what these people look like, I can't like can't not see them. It. Like so, Mitch McConnell, they would call him Teenage Mutant Ninja McConnell because he looks like a turtle. <laughs> that dude looks like a turtle, yo. So it's like you know, like uh, they did a whole thing side by side of of Paul Ryan and the Chuck E. Cheese mouse, and he looks just like the Chuck E. Cheese mouse. You don't even need to do the side by side. In my head, I saw the eyes. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I was, I, I was never. The, the crazy thing is, there are a lot of people that think. <laughs> so, yeah, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say. You had to Google it. I did because I had it in my head. I was like, oh yeah, but then I pulled it up. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. That's lovely. My question is, what are they going to do? What is who going to do? Just Republicans in general. Um, I think they're they're going to put on a, a big front, but I think they realize they, they're, they're reading the tea leaves. And for the most part, I think they're ex- expecting to try not to lose as many seats as possible. I think that's really the only play that they have. Uh, you know, you had like a, you have a president who's backed people like Sheriff Arpaio. Uh, he, he, mm. he, he pardoned. Who's the dude that he pardoned? Um, Scooty Liver. Scooter Libby. Scooter Libby. Yeah. Scooter Libby. Uh, he pardoned him on Friday, so you pardoned Arpaio before he's actually sentenced. So technically, I feel like he can still be, if he hasn't been sentenced, you know, then I feel like he can still be, you know, sentenced. Like you can't pardon somebody before they actually get. The president can do what he wants. Just yeah, like but I just he think they, he can yeah. fire uh, Mueller. Uh, and the, the thing that's pissed me off the Democrats is they're saying that's a red line in the sand. But if you already know the red line is there, why not put the red line there? So he knows. If you that. already know the Democrats, you know the red line moves. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. That's in my entire point. So, I mean, end of the day, I really think, back to your original question, Chris, I think it's a very good one. Um, I think, honestly, that the Republican Party knows that it's going to lose a lot of people. I think a lot of people... Um, who voted for Trump because they didn't like Hillary, disillusioned themselves or in black a lot of ways. Or Muslims. There were those people like that, but they knew that. I think there were some people that disillusioned themselves enough, like, I don't like Hillary for whatever reason. And I think it was a very slim and flim- like flimsy response to something that was so heavy as to whoever comes into office next is going to be able to put, like, the, set the table for, like, who was the next Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we already got Gorsuch in there. Um, and Kennedy said he's going to retire in the summer. Awesome. So 
you know, like if he waited till maybe midterms or whatever, that would be better because waiting till midterms means that, you know, a stronger Democratic uh, presence in the Senate and in the House would mean that they can like filibuster or not filibuster, but they could uh, not confirm whoever tries to get through or they could just sit on it like they did with a, um, um, not Gorsuch, uh, who's the, the dude? Other one. Uh, Merrick Garland. Uh, how they deal with the Obama candidate. And, and you just, know, your, to... your president likes to elect people to... But he can't they... do that. That's one thing he can't do. Well, I mean, not Supreme elect. Um, recommend mm-hmm. people who... Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, if they can, they can really, in terms of placing the Supreme Court justice, they can block him on that if, they, if the timing's right. And we also remember if the notorious RBG. To. The notorious RBG is a... You know, she's old. She's, in, in she's an octogenarian. Y'all keep her lifted in prayer. Yeah. I'll so, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. So there's but also that. here, like her workout routine is like pretty on point. So. She's beast, though. She is. Yeah. So um, there's there's a there's 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 a lot at stake still, and I, and I think the Republicans know that there's a step back. I think honestly, the Republican Party is probably already looking towards 2020. I think the Democratic Party is looking towards 2018 and 2020. Um, and quite honestly, Who I, we I got? huh. Who we got to run for a president? <laughs> yeah, who we got that's better? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, look, okay, so I said this, and you can you can go to flashblackradio.com to verify it. I said on the day that uh, Trump was uh, nominated as president of these United States, I said Biden twenty twenty. That's how I ended my opinion piece, and I, I stand by that as a possibility that he'll run run for president twenty twenty. I think if Biden ran, he could win. Oh. Huh? <laughs> Old. I'm tired of seeing. He's old the same right old now. as uh, he's not as old as Bernie Sanders, is he? I'm. T- I don't want to see nobody that old running this country. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I I get it. I'm just saying. I think like I in terms of somebody who's ready made out the box. Actually, I want to see somebody who's actually afraid of watching baby boomers retire run this country, not another fucking baby boomer. Look, I'm not mad at you. The window is the window like Barack Obama was already in this window for 2008. He was already visible. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. like, like it's like, you know, like in terms like whoever that's going to be, they need to make themselves apparent. You know what I'm saying? And there there are people that we could talk about that, like, you know, might have good optics or whatever. But, you know, just got to like, who's that going to be? I don't know. I need them Castro brothers to get their shit together. Who? The Castro brothers. Raul? No, no, no. But they're from Texas. Oh. <laughs> I thought you went to Cuba. I was like, huh? One, one's like a mayor. The other one's like a congressman. I think they're twins. Okay. <clears throat> they're like really close in age. They're brothers. No. Um, okay. So, um, I mean, you can throw them on us. I think Kamala Harris. I think, um, I think that, you know, I think under the right optics, they could probably make some moves with her. Um, I don't actually want to see a black woman run this country. Huh? I don't want to see a black woman run this country after this mess. Okay. I'm just saying, you you said who they got. I'm just throwing names out. <laughs> We're having a conversation. I, I, I say this because I said when Barack Obama first started picking up steam in his first election that I really did not want to see him run this country in the wake of that bus catastrophe because like, no matter how good he did, they just were never going to give him justice because he started from such a shitty starting point. That's what and I do, don't want to see the same thing 
for a black woman. I just don't because it just gives them an excuse to say, oh, well, we'll never do that again because we're coming from such a shitty starting point that we're going to get no credit for whatever, you know what I'm saying, advances so she made. So, so who is your best option? We can't go Hispanic then either because that like, you know, a Hispanic or, you know, a non-Christian president or whatever. Like, we, like you know, that, that I mean, although I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, the timing, I don't know if something didn't go well because honestly, what what... What I'm looking at, and I'm pretty sure we all have seen, like, huh? I think a 45, 50-year-old Latino man. Okay. Like, you know, then you're looking at a Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio, which are both of those. I don't trust neither one of those dudes as far as I can throw them, which ain't far. I don't. So, I mean, all I was saying is I, I think, um, and you and I have had this discussion in the past, Christy, in terms of like our, our belief that the stock market has long been overdue for a correction, a hard correction. And I think it's starting to fluctuate now as a result of that. And, you know, Trump deciding he wants to play chicken with China on a trade war, like when China makes things for way cheaper than us. And they do shit like, I don't know if you saw the shit on uh, Netflix where they um, um rotten. Would they be counterfeiting honey, yo? Like, these motherfuckers counterfeit honey. They counterfeit rice. No, but, the, yo, oh, the, long, the long tactical game on the Chinese, I love. Because when they came out with their little list of, like, these are the sections of the country coming back at, they were like, we're looking at you, Trump voters. You, 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 mm-hmm. you, you. Over there, over there. All them red districts, all them, you want to make America great again? All right, then, compete against this. Beat that China price. See how you do. I love it. I was like, I mean, what the fuck? Why? It don't necessarily benefit us, but when they came, I was listening one morning and they said, like, it was targeted at, like, Trump districts. I was like, well, now see. <laughs> so they, they, they are paying attention. You know what I'm saying? So you keep giving them all that ammunition on Fox News. You know what I'm saying? You keep making them mad because the reality is, you know what I'm saying? It's just one demagogues, you know, rhetoric versus another, you know, so you're talking about you just giving off of, you know, what is trying to be our state news channel, their state news channel, just some good ammunition. It's almost like, you know what I'm saying, Vladimir Putin couldn't have asked for a better gift out of him because who better to run rhetoric on your TV than actual direct quotes and tweets that you don't have to doctor or take out of context at all because they just batshit crazy. I love it. Oh, like, I love the governments that are ready with the clapback so that everybody can understand this is what happens when you think that all everything is transactional. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you don't have the upper hand in the deal. That shit that lets you know it's really not a game, dog. Your grind right. and my grind ain't the it's same, dog. The same, dog. Yeah. I'm the catalog. You're, You're the, the same, same song. song. Like, why is that who you pick a, a, a fight with? Like, why is that the bully the you decide that to you go into? The, right. <laughs> Like you just walked it. Like you got you went to prison. To you went to prison, and you were like, "I'm gonna find the biggest motherfucker in here and fuck with that person." But but not only and that, just from like a numbers perspective, when you start talking about China and India, that is forty percent of the world's population right there. So what are you saying? Say say, say it very carefully and very nicely, because again, that is forty percent of the world's population in two countries. What you got to say, dude? What you got to say? And neither one of them really like you. They'll do business, no, they'll do business the, with you. 
And like the reality it. is, their poor people are super poor. Super poor. They don't give you a know fuck. What I'm saying? And they don't necessarily expect to climb out of poverty. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? What you say with your policy ain't really going to offend. Like, there's no political class that you really have to worry about upsetting. If you say something really greasy, they just going to come for you. I mean, they're already coming and buying up the land. It's going to be trying to in shit. a minute. The real, the real come up is, man, them motherfuckers is like, they, they taking them shit in Africa. I was like, uh, I mean, they just go. Everywhere. Everybody done got in this colonialization shit except for us. Hmm. Why don't we do that? <laughs> Why don't we go in there and start mining shit? They mining the fuck out of some shit in Africa, boy, because they get they getting them rare earth elements. Like, yep, yeah, you gonna need all this shit for your technology, huh? North Korea gonna need to come to us too. Yeah, but they're building vibranium. Yeah, vibranium. <laughs> <laughs> and then they over there, they over there mining for heart shaped herb. <laughs> what country it was but it was somewhere where china has in africa where china has bought like huge swaths of land Mm -hmm. and they have a whole generation right now what they call road babies and they're like the mixed african and chinese kids that were born you know while like they were building the roads to and from these big construction projects and i think the thing that we don't ever really talk about with colonialism that, you know what I'm saying, it makes everything ever so tricky is that people start having Seven babies groups, with each other, yeah. cultures start getting mixed together, mm-hmm. and then people's interests don't lie where you think they lie anymore, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so I think that, you know, the Chinese going, you know, like they have secretly infiltrated the entire world with their population. They didn't send their little girls out to be adopted by all of the West. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, th- there's something to that. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's something to here take our babies. But you know, you can't have Russian babies after the whole shutting down the embassy. Eh. <laughs> that, that's, that's taking things way back too far. But anyway, so that's over a year ago. Sorry. It is, but I mean, if I was a Russian, I would be a little bit hesitant about sending us their babies too. Nah, that, that was that was. Well, I'm being, I was being funny. That was all political, or whatever. Like, um, basically, uh, no. that was their way of saying like, uh, we're mad at you, so can't adopt him. No, but they babies. actually but it, had a legit reason because there's been numerous instances of people putting Russian kids on planes and being like, I don't want this kid no more, and so my God, take it, and I'm not going. That's not what they wouldn't have cared about. That's not what it was though. But anyway, I, it's, oh, I know. Go back into it. Uh, so let's get into this wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, any final thoughts from anyone before we put a bow on this? Um. Oh yeah, I know what it was. Um, I, I've been trying to find ways. I kept forgetting to mention this, but um, I finally got around to watching the documentary on Khalif Browder. I, I had to give myself a little bit of time because mm-hmm. I, I knew it was out there and I'd seen pieces of it and I was familiar with the story. But actually watching the documentary, it's a six-piece documentary. It's on Netflix for those of you who have Netflix. Um, I think it's very hard to not see the plight of those who are impoverished or um, who uh, live below the poverty line or who are people of color. It's very hard to make a sensible argument if you watch this documentary. There are some parts of it that are repetitious because... I guess the director assumes that you haven't seen from piece to piece. So they do recap and they hear, you hear some audio clips over and over again between pieces. But like it literally shows you like video of the shit that was happening to this kid. It mm-hmm. shows you just like it's like it's like it's almost like how the hell it's like how the hell did they capture all this? Uh, it, it's 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 heartbreaking. 
I mean, I mean that that's the that's the only adjective I can really like attribute to it. It's it's heartbreaking that something like that could happen to a child, and that the system at hand is so callous. It's not surprising though. I didn't say it's, I'm shocked by it or whatever. I didn't say any of that. But it's heartbreaking that this is how our system is designed to work. The only reason why that happened like that is because there's a design in place for that to work. And that's what we need to really start challenging. So um, prison reform, again, that's something that um, we've been calling for on this show since its inception. Um, I was writing an opinion piece. I have to get back to it. I stopped writing after Ava Ava DuVernay did her the 13th documentary on Netflix. But I feel like I need to pick it back up. I I felt like I was going to hit a lot of points that she hit, but I still feel like I need to finish my little like opinion piece. Uh, so I'll, I'll get back to that eventually. But um, if you have not watched Time, the Khalif Browder story, it's really well done. Um, it's really informative, and just there, there. I'm let you know, just just going there prepared to to look and hear some very difficult things, and uh, yeah, going there with an open mind because I think that's that's how conversation really is uh, formed. Christy, any thoughts? Um, I'm a, my birthday is Wednesday. I'm going to be 40. Yay. Go, Christy. It's your birthday. And for real, though, not for play play. Go, shawty. Go, 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 shawty. Oh, Happy old. birthday in advance. You know, you know, you know I'm going to call you on your birthday anyway. Oh, Okay. I would play Taylor Swift's version of Stevie Wonder's Happy Birthday, but she hasn't done that yet. Um, (laughs) I'm sure she'll get to it. We'll keep that on deck for you. Happy birthday. Look. Happy birthday. Yeah, like I said, there's there's very few like white folks that can just like, you know, just, you know. Just just sing like and like still, like you can't just sing anybody. Like, you know, like, you know, don't nobody just sing Stevie Wonder recklessly. Nobody just picks a Luther Vandross the size to do. You gotta be sanctioned. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, D'Angelo can do remakes. We allow D'Angelo to do remakes. We will also allow Bilal I feel like to do Prince she didn't remakes. clearly clear that with the elders because I think they would have laughed at her. JoJo in his prime could do remakes. Never was a cloudy day. I just... <laughs> You actually sound better than what you sound like. <laughs> then you're not even trying. No, I'm not. Go uh, catch some fireflies, guys. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> we'll catch you we, next. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we thank you so much for your listenership. Again, if you want to catch us, you can always check us out on www.flashblackradio.com. Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook page, Facebook group, Flash Black Radio. Uh, that's Flash Slash Black Radio. Uh, you can also check us out on IG, on Twitter, Flash Black Radio. And of course, like all the places you listen to your podcast. Well, not all of them, but you know a good amount. Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, et cetera, et cetera. Catch us there. And of course, catch us on the website. We thank you so much for your listenership. Continue to share us with your peoples. Tell us that we're still around. We're still doing this for you and your folks and for the culture. And uh, yeah, stay blessed. Stay woke. One.